my god. Uh, good morning. Sorry. Hello. To any, I know emetophobes are people that are frightened of yeah, vomiting. So what about? Because we wanted to talk about authenticity <laughs> and being like true to I what you need. I thought we were talking today. about this exposition that make us sore. Okay, we can do that. That's part of being authentic. No, hey, let's, I can't let's do no. that. It makes no, me sore. I got shy. I got very shy. Oh, so it's fine. I hope it wasn't my clamp down of Girl, all. Girl, it has been a year for dating. <laughs> let's just, let's just all move. Checks watch. It's been exactly three weeks. I've already broken up three times. It's true. Oh, God. Jezebel's been going through some journeys, and part of the reason why... Was because of I think authenticity. It's a good thing. Right, because she's being honest and clear and demanding what she needs out of a relationship. And my birthday parties, because sure. I'm still not done being mad about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Till June. I was going to say, yeah. You hear about my birthday party. celebrating half birthday. It's going to be a pool party and it's going to be fun. Oh, it is? I don't know. It should be. It's in June. Everything else is so hot. I can hire someone to come out with a taco truck. Oh. That would be really awesome. I want only potatoes. What is it? Taco de papa? Can I call it a potato party? Yes. Everybody comes dressed as potatoes. All I have to eat is potatoes. You only get to wear potato-looking swimsuits for this. <laughs> oh, girl. Good news. I have those. I have the tan lines. are going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone, we're back. <laughs> we're going to do a down and dirty podcast yeah. about authenticity yeah. and all of those things because Gershom is going to take the lead. <laughs> okay. I don't appreciate your tone. I just It's can't. not that hilarious. Girl. I know. This morning has been a journey. It has been. We're straddling each other, friends. Yeah, this we is, are. This is new. Well, because... Here. Listen, we don't need to. It's Here. fine. Oh, I don't need the <laughs> microphone directly. Are you just not going to be in this one? Just is this where we are? Go this way. That I can just spend... Guys, we're going to have to... If you guys want to help sponsor us, we need a new... We really do need some more setup stuff. It's like sad. Oh. Maybe we should start um, a, an Amazon wish list. And we if should. not, send us a freaking gift card. One of those e-gift card, $5. We'll save up. $5? Um, no, but I'm saying not any... Well, listen, $5. if you want to be a wealthy patron, like, please do. $5? <clears throat> no gift is too small. We talked... <laughs> Tesla doesn't believe that. My Capricorn's throwing out here. Okay. So we talked a little bit... Of, in the last epic podcast that was literally two hours long. And we love your feedback. Yes, thank you. More of it, please. Um, we, um, so we talked about how part of what was, like, so, um, much of a struggle. Do I need to back up? You can tell me to back up. So intense. Okay, go ahead. You were just mad. Um, we're the worst. ASMR. No, thanks. I'm not ready for that. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I got very We talked about asking for what you need, and we talked about it in the context of travel and how that can be hard, and especially on planes, when everybody's already miserable, asking for... And when entire airlines are apparently against you. (laughs) When you're having just, like, karmically a rough time of it, asking for the person next to you to keep their fucking hair out of your face. (sighs) 
or asking for did the I person. Did I even tell you guys about her hair? Yes, did I say did. that? Did, did I did I go into it. hair everywhere? It was like sitting next to cousin Ed. Yeah. Beautiful hair all over me. Well, and so, some of us more than others have been trained to not ask for what we need, to not speak up, to mm. not be a pain. To not say things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, sometimes that's okay. But as I have gotten older, the more I've become resentful of this. And, frankly, the more I am, like, actively struggling to break the habit. I had quite a day yesterday and had, like, a moment where I realized I was so frustrated because I would... Somebody would ask something of me. I would start doing it. And then before... I even, like I would all of a sudden find like resentment coming up because I didn't want to do this thing. But it's not that it had been in the process of like, okay, they're asking me to do it. I don't want to do it, but I will because I, whatever. It was straight of like, they asked me to do it. I start doing it. And then I realize why I didn't want to do it after. And so then that requires the even more effortful thing of like, hey, I know I said I would, but I don't want to or I can't. Mm-hmm. Or, which is like a fucking nightmare for somebody that's like constantly worried about how other people perceive you. Yeah, surprise, you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. You know, because feelings take time to process. Yeah. And yay. Yeah. I got, um, I'm dragging here. No, it's okay. Well, <laughs> well, and so this content, like, for Tresley, you've been experiencing this a lot in dating. Dating, job, everything. Yeah. Well, and it comes up everywhere. Everywhere. And, and instead, I was like, you know what? This round, I'm going to deal with it yeah. as it comes, which is not fun because you are constantly aware and, and rest is hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I have been dealing with it. Well, and it feels really scary to worry that maybe people are seeing you as like, oh, you're too much of a, you're a diva or you're high maintenance or you're a bitch or you're a brat. Or you yeah, do or you're always things. asking. You're, yeah, you're high maintenance. I get that one a lot. Yeah. You're high maintenance. You're da 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 da. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Why can't you do that? I, and so it's basically it's their issue that they're projecting onto you, and mm-hmm. it sucks. And then you feel like shit mm-hmm. because you, even though you verbalize it, this person and that's the fear that yeah. even though you verbalize it, this person doesn't give two shits yeah. to respect you, to care about your feelings, to update you, to do any of those things. And this has just been a con- it's a constant throughout your life. Where you're going to learn how, you're going to have to figure out how you want to be respected. People mm-hmm. are not automatic. It's very rare you're going to find someone who automatically knows how to respect you. And yeah. you're like a one-of-a-kind, unique piece of yeah. equipment. Well, like literally mm-hmm. nobody does. We teach other people what we need. And so by just accepting and not verbalizing, people automatically, you're, you know, have you ever been that friend that everyone vents to and talks to mm-hmm. and then you feel like you're being talked at? And then anytime you say something, everyone's surprised and they don't yeah. know what to do. And, and suddenly you have feelings or you give your opinion back. God forbid you give your opinion back. That mm-hmm. happened so long ago to one of my friends. And she gave her opinion back. And that person just stared like, I don't even know you anymore. And mm-hmm. left. And this is this is the fear that once we actually step out and say anything that we need, mm-hmm. if we are truly you know, asking for that, am I going to be lonely? Right. Are people going to mm-hmm. abandon me and how, not want to how be much, around me? And they do. Yeah. Just heads up. Sometimes they do. Yeah, they a do. Lot of times they Speaking do. Speaking as someone who just, you know, took a bath in all of this. Yeah. <laughs> they do. But here's the cool part. Uh, the more you live, and, and a lot of people say live your truth. You mm-hmm. know, they have their phrases for this. The more you do this, the more the quality comes to surface. Yeah. Like, 
yes, you're getting rid. A lot of people are leaving, and these are people that you genuinely have fun with and have a good time with. But you're they're only there for that, and you're yeah. you'll you'll find it as the quality surfaces. You actually become less lonely, right? Because the the time or the whatever it is that you guys have together, whether it's gifts or time or whatever your love languages are. When you have more of that saturated, you become more satisfied. It's like... Right. You need less. Mm-hmm. It's like having, I don't know, fiber in your diet. Sure. Well, and I'm like, this is part <laughs> of what I have found to appreciate most is I love being around people who know... <laughs> you did not just use a soundboard? Are we becoming a drive time radio program? I just didn't know I pushed the button. <laughs> Each other. <laughs> I was making a point. Was that a pigeon? No, now let's use it. What is that? Show me. How do I? What noises are we getting? That's what I don't know. Oh, I don't first know. there's an ad. Oh my god, I hate these ads. To fuck yourself, ad. Okay. What did I? <laughs> what did I do? Was it was it pigeon? <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Okay. And then there's... Ooh! That's my new favorite one. It's called Disgusted Woman. That. That's hilarious. This brings me joy. Whatever. Ooh. Okay, we're going to use that in a minute. Hang on. But please don't use the zombie one. That sounds scary. Don't do it. Don't do it. telling people no I can't or no I don't want or no I don't like it that people will bail but my favorite person to be around is somebody that is extremely in touch with what they need mm-hmm. they are taking care of themselves so I don't have to worry about it anymore yep like it's those people that if are you- like no you can trust me to tell you what I need and to that that is the fact I am not trying to is a real grounding to that it's yes. a real grounding to understand that the person that you're going to is going to be like that's too much for yeah. me right now the honesty, it, it's not, so in the beginning, when you've lived this life of inauthenticity, mm-hmm. and you're running around, and you've been placating everyone, even mm-hmm. to the point where you've somehow convinced yourself that this is how your life is, right. suddenly you're very confused, and then you are met with this, this sort of abrupt honesty from someone, like, mm-hmm. that's not something I can handle right now, but mm-hmm. can you call me at 5 p.m. and mm-hmm. I can do it then? Right. Or, hey, today's not a good day for this. I'm going through a lot. Can you do it tomorrow? So that truthfulness hits you in the face and you're not used to it and you find Mm -hmm. it offensive. Like, how dare they put me off? Don't they understand? Mm -hmm. But suddenly, as you start practicing it yourself, that kind of stuff becomes like your bread and butter. Because you've now learned, not only is this person unavailable to deal with it right now, you can trust them to tell you that they're not going to go off on you. That Mm -hmm. sudden, like, weird, like, how dare you put this on me? I'm going through stuff, too. You're not Mm -hmm. getting weird passive-aggressive. What you're getting is at 5 p.m., when they pick up the phone to call you and say, hey, I can talk now. Mm -hmm. What's going on? There is is this sort of relief. Instead of having to chase people down, you still have to ask for help. You still have to reach out. You still have to do your part to ask out there. But no, there's this sort of relaxation and rest that you don't experience anywhere else and being authentic. And that's 
all over your life. There's the authenticity of being in your body, mm-hmm. the authenticity of like people accepting their hair, right? Like so anything. I, yeah. So this is something that I started. I have been trying to read more. <clears throat> My own experience of like sometimes genuinely not knowing what I need. I feel like all people are taught this, but I feel like especially women. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a show that people keep telling me that I should watch because it's super funny. But somebody told me about in the beginning of the thing where she, she's one of those like housewives in the 50s or whatever it mm-hmm. was that she woke up before her husband, put her makeup, got herself back into bed, and then woke him up so he never saw her without makeup. And, like, it's that sort of, like, extra effort that people are doing all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like... Before you do an Instagram video, before you do... (laughs) Like, literally, it can be translated to anything else. Well, and so, it's this idea of, like, some one person's needs being absolutely um, subverted for another's. And when we talk about this in a positive way, we call that, like, sacrifice. And sometimes that's beautiful and sometimes it's appropriate. But if your whole life is, like, sacrificing your own needs... You're missing out on so much. You're missing out on so much happiness, yeah. so much joy, so much personal growth. You're, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say about too much sacrifice. Too much sacrifice is selfish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go as far as to call you selfish as a person. Tell me about it. Because as someone who did this, as mm-hmm. someone who did this for many, many years, you did it because you wanted people to like you. Mm-hmm. You did it because you need people to need you mm-hmm. because you don't want to look like a bad person mm-hmm. because you don't want to be in the way mm-hmm. because you don't want to ruffle feathers. That is a selfish act because yeah. you need everything to be a certain way. It's very controlling mm-hmm. sacrifice. It, the true sacrifice, like the truest sacrifice you'll know people will react, but, mm-hmm. but sacrifice it is somehow related to like, like, oh, I can always do, I can always count on this person to do this. Mm-hmm. I can always, and they're exhausted and they're tired. Of, they're they're going to use you. People will use you. Mm-hmm. You will be needed, but only for what you bring to the table, not mm-hmm. who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And it, that's why it's so lonely. That's why it's so empty. <clears throat> that's why you keep asking yourself, how do I keep getting in these same situations? Mm-hmm. Why aren't people there when I need them? It's because you have self, you, you've gotten what you wanted. Well, and also nobody knows what you need. Nobody like, knows no, that you need help. No one, we can't count on you to speak it. up. Right. No one can count on you to be, they can count on you to show up. They can't count on you to be there. Right. And so if that's what you're wanting, if you're wanting a life where it's a shift and you're wondering why, look at what you're selfishly taking. And I and I, I know the word selfish is going to be really irritating because in everyone room, like, they're the least selfish person I know because you've been giving it all away. You need to take care of yourself now. You need yeah. to figure out what you need. And if what you need is to be less lonely or, mm-hmm. you know, you want you want people to take you seriously, then you need to look at how you're also representing yeah, yourself. You and that's where clear. authenticity comes For in. Sure. Well, and so one of the, and you may enjoy this conversation or not, I, I read an article about, like, how sex ed, uh, sex ed, sex ed <laughs> is taught in medical school. And this idea of, like, a doctor being somebody that we go to and when we have issues and concerns with our body, we talk to our doctor about it. And if the doctor is uncomfortable with a certain type of sex, is fully unwilling to have a conversation, for example, with a gay person about sex or a trans person about sex, mm-hmm. or if the, we have this huge debate about certain um, companies or doctors or insurance companies covering birth control because they don't believe in it, like... Being genuine and clear in what you want and need, like, if if we are not aware of what our bodies, like, want and feel, we can't mm-hmm. ask for it, and we're not going to be enjoying ourselves. You're not going to enjoy yourself in any capacity. Think about, I mean, really think yeah. about 
what this, this means. If you are your authentic self, pretending like you take off all your makeup and everything else and you stood there and, and your soul was there and you were just there and you were truly authentic, the fear that comes over you, I mean, that's mm -hmm. the, the, those dreams where you're constantly naked yeah. at work or you're naked at school. Mm -hmm. This sort of fear of everyone seeing this, what really comes from that? Yeah. Really, like, look at it. Take a second. Meditate as long as you can. Then, you know, bail. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it takes a while. What 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 is your fear? Is it, it other people won't like it? Because yeah. here's a newsflash: a lot of them won't. But the, the people that do—that's where your power source is. Yeah. Who you are inside, who you are as an individual. For me, it's that I'm very powerful. Mm -hmm. That I am very commanding. That I'm very strong. That like Guru can say things that I couldn't. I I can say too, but it's taken. Same same words, mm -hmm. same sincerity, same everything taken completely differently mm -hmm. because of who our authentic self is. Yeah. And that's where your powerhouse is. And if you want that, if you want to be accepted for that, it is up to you yeah. to start peeling your own layers. Right. And so if we have, like, what I'm trying, and I feel like we're a little bit all over the place. I think we're all saying the same thing, but we're doing it in little choppy bits. Ooh. But this idea <laughs> of, like, Women who don't understand their own vaginas, women who have not had their orgasms, don't laugh at the word vagina, vagina. Vagina! Um, I'm getting better at it, I'm trying. Well, because if you aren't, <laughs> we as a society, and I think as like a culture, and maybe even on a global level, there are very few like societies that really take like women and femininity and like feminine sexuality seriously and like respect that. And, like, we suffer. Like, women suffer, and the women that are having sex with men suffer, and, like, because nobody knows what's going on, and we're not doing it right, and people aren't enjoying it. Like, I, part of what I want to do with this podcast, and I think with my life, is encouraging people to, like, genuinely explore and understand what is going on in themselves. And that means with their body sexually, but that also means with their heart, and with their mm -hmm. feelings, and with their needs. Like, that's what I'm, like, trying to do, and it's a freaking struggle all the time. It is. It but. is. And she's been met. Apparently, this this sort of resonated with her a mm -hmm. while ago, mm -hmm. and so she's been put through the ringer on her own. <laughs> like, it was like the outside forces came and said, okay. I well, was like, this I is... want to be more authentic, and then the universe was like, oh, really, bitch? <laughs> and Are I'm, you sure? And, what about and, in this situation? What about in this situation? literally the last four months, I've been watching as our roles sort of shifted. Mm -hmm. I went to, like, this... This airy place where I was like, let's, we can, we can. And she was just like, everything is so hard and it's difficult. And, yeah. and it was weird to watch that sort of shift. But it was nice that we were there for each other and be able to ground each other that way. But as you become more, to, to, here's the thing, the thing that you want to be, you cannot authentically represent and become until you have gone through that yourself. Mm -hmm. Because there's a sincerity. Like, people ask all the time, well, are you married? Mm -hmm. How do you understand? Have yeah. you ever been in a relationship? These are often questions that if you didn't even ask out loud, you're going to say in your head. And so if someone's, like, for instance, you are mm -hmm. teaching authenticity, it has to also be a struggle for you right. so that people can relate to you. I'm very excited about this idea of authenticity because my side is very different than yours. Yours mm -hmm. yours is very much a one about people wanting to get to know who they are and mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I want for people to know what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it runs very parallel. For mm -hmm. me it's what do you want? What do you want from a partner? What are you willing to accept? That's what I'm going through right now. Mm -hmm. Like literally as mm -hmm. we speak, I'm going through that right now, like where I was sort of 
blindsided mm -hmm. in a situation. I was like, and I really liked someone, and I was going, well, what the what the fuck, mm -hmm. dude? Like, like, and and I had to quite. I, I, here's the thing: the more you realize what it is that you want, the more decisive you become. Yeah. And you, because you're able to say what you do and don't want. So if you find yourself, I'm too indecisive, I'm too this, I'm too that. A lot of that comes back to what Gershavit is trying to sort of relay, which is this idea of getting to know who you are and what, like what you are. So what yeah, you're saying, yeah. what you are. Getting in touch with it and so you can be honest with yourself and the people around you. And I think the first step in that is is sort of just stopping and recognizing all the things maybe that you do mm -hmm. that you don't want to do. I think that's mm -hmm. what happened with you. Mm -hmm. You were doing a lot of things that you didn't want to do and you couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah, and I was like, wait, why am I, why do I feel like this is a struggle? Why am I forcing myself to do these things that I maybe used to enjoy or thought I should enjoy? Um, and it's not an automatic process. Mm -mm. Um, it takes time and it's like painful because it means reevaluating like, for instance, if I was spending all this time painting because that felt like this thing that I was, like, super great and enjoyable, and then I realized, like, oh, wait, I was painting because other people liked my paintings. I have, to, and then I find myself dreading the paint and dreading but the activity so and dreading the But you're so good at it. Right. But you're so, you know, this, an, this is an, are you, yeah, right, where other people yeah. are like, but wait, but I love But you're painting. so good, I guess. So I was not calling out. I'm not She's like, you're so close to my face. What are you saying? She was about to come after me. We were about to hear some authenticity come right out of her mouth. No, I'm saying that's the, the right. So if you hear these words and you're finding yourself forcing yourself to do something, mm -hmm. that is what inauthentic sort of. That, it's a good way to describe what it feels like in your body, where there's yeah. like this resentment, and it's I'm like, ugh, I gotta fucking pick up that paintbrush. Like, yeah, it's that same feeling we had as a teenager when our parents made us do chores. Right. Yeah. yeah. We didn't want to do this. This is not, now there are, there are responsibilities and, like, mm -hmm. social, like, like, I don't know. Something that's being Etiquette. Like, right, yes. Good, that, polite etiquette that does need to take place. That's you existing around other Exactly, and there's, so th we're not talking about the things that make you a good human being. We're talking about things that make you a great human right. being. Right, there's a, and we were talking about this, there's honesty, and then there's, like, compassionate honesty that's, like, helpful. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's like, oh, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah, but you're, like, hurting people's feelings and you don't need you're to. You're being honest because, you, again, it's the, the the root is selfishness. You're being honest because you need to say it, not yeah. because they need to hear not it. Not because it'll improve the situation and, and make anybody's life better. And that's, and on this road to authenticity, there's this, there's this, the first step is truth. It's admitting mm -hmm. truths. But people are like, I'm, this is my word. You know, I've always talked about the word of the year. Mm -hmm. And so people will say, truth. Truth is my word. I'm going to try to not lie. Like, I want to be truthful. But the thing is, is in that first step of truthfulness, and I think I told this to because there are a couple people who have come to me and like, mm -hmm. my word is truth. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Everyone around you, hold on tight. Right. And it's the difference between being clear and being truthful and not lying mm -hmm. versus telling everybody everything all the time. Exactly. The so two are not the same and are not necessary. Being truthful doesn't mean that you need to tell your, like, for instance, if you're a young teenager, you don't need to tell your dad that you're going on a road trip with your boyfriend for four days to San Francisco and what you're going to do while you're there. Like, that's not truthful. That is, again, selfish truth where you're telling someone everything you feel like you... You're living, unloading. Exactly. You're unloading. And that's where the emotional burdens come in when people get freaked out about you mm -hmm. being too, too honest, if yeah. they will. There's a difference between compassionate honesty and honesty. And so what you want to watch out on this road to truth... Mm -hmm. Is that you are not oversharing. No. You are not revealing yeah. in your in your effort to be authentic 
and in your effort to be truthful, you are not sort of revealing. You're not like burdening other people with your bullshit. Yes, but you're also not revealing everything about you. You're showing yeah. all your cards. Like, there's no reason to put all your cards on the table because some of those cards are yours. Yeah. And they belong to you and they're meant to be intimate and they're meant to be yours and they're meant to be held close to your heart mm-hmm. and, 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 and protect it. And by just allowing them to just show off, mm-hmm. you're then now going to go on the other side of the pendulum. Yeah. Where now you also become inauthentic in you're another like way. distancing people from yourself. Exactly. And so you're creating this horrible thing. Yeah. And so be, like, be gentle in your journey to truth. You don't have to suddenly just, like, bleh, And that, yeah. again, happened to me today. Mm-hmm. With And it, here's the thing. This person didn't do anything wrong. They're mm-hmm. just sort of feeling it out. They're just, mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, but I'm the recipient of your experiment. Yeah. And it is. And it it was. Bad. It felt awful. It felt really, really shitty. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Guys, when you're going on this journey of truth, when you're going on this journey of authenticity, it's sort of hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Like, admitting to yourself where you are right now can be the scariest thing you do. Mm -hmm. And then admitting what it is and why you feel bad and why you are resentful and admitting hard truths to yourself. You hear it all the time with actors. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I I wanted to be an actor, but I was scared of what everyone was going to say. I wanted to be an artist, but like every success story for certain art, like these people are like, I was scared Mm -hmm. because no. No one, they're not, people are genuinely, and you'll, you'll find it, but you are happier in authenticity than you are with people who are supporting your inauthenticity. Yeah. It doesn't feel as It real. feels crappy because you, yeah. again, you resent them for being there and supporting this thing, but not supporting who you really are. Yeah. It feels very alone. And so I think one other thing I wanted, like in society, we're taught that things are good and bad. Feelings are good and like certain feelings are good. Other feelings are bad. Certain bodies are good, other bodies are bad. Mm-hmm. Certain behaviors are good, other behaviors are bad. And so when we, when somebody experiences trauma, they often go through this, where the feelings that they experience of fear are bad. The feelings of being like overwhelmed and panicky are bad. Um, and while these feelings are unpleasant, they are also like a natural part of the process. And if we label something as bad, we don't deal with them and we don't respect them. And it's the same when... It's not the same, but it's related when, so as somebody that maybe grows up with a body that is not as good as, it's not the body that other people want or the body that society tells us we should have, I personally had this experience of fully dissociating from certain parts of my body and just not dealing with them. And on an emotional level, that sucks because this like vessel that's carrying you around Mm -hmm. and doing all this work and keeping you alive and allowing you to have experiences, you're fully ignoring it. Health-wise, that's bad. If you're not, like, literally in touch with what should be happening on certain parts of your body, you are missing things or you're not taking care of your health. You're, you're not doing these things. And so frequently, if things are labeled as bad, dirty, less than, we pretend that they're not there. And that means that things are getting neglected and every single part of you deserves, like, attention, appreciation, mm-hmm. love. Even when it malfunctions... Even when things are are painful, like that is all something we have to honor and experience and take care of. It's true. I like I like that a lot. And so, you know, I I don't even know how to express what I, I was thinking. This sort of idea that you have to okay. So take the labels off. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what I'm yeah. understanding you mm-hmm. correctly, it's this idea of 
you have to stop labeling what's happening to you as a good thing or a bad thing and mm-hmm. identify it as a thing right. that is happening so that you can now deal with it. Right. If you put the connotation of guilt mm-hmm. or success next to it, mm-hmm. you will not deal with it in a way that is healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Am I understanding I you correctly? So. Okay. Yeah. I think that's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that is it. And obviously there are like tempers, there's yeah. a balance to everything. Some things are objectively good, some things are objectively bad. But if bad means we reject it, there's like bad versus unpleasant. There's mm-hmm. bad versus unhelpful. There's bad so versus... smiley faces at the doctor's office. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's a scale. And they're like, it's not the black and white of good, uh-huh. bad. It's the scale of, I wish this would happen, I wish this wouldn't. And, and so getting on that, getting on that that emotional scale, if right. you will, when you're starting to admit these, you're, when you're, if you're trying to live a more authentic life, mm-hmm. the one that Gershavit's talking about, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a good place to start. When you evaluate, take the value of it off and just look at what it is mm-hmm. and then place the value on it. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is very painful. This is very sad. Mm-hmm. And so that you can start, I don't know, Delegating its priority. Sure. I'm, I'm a planner, guys. Yeah. I'm a big planner. It's <laughs> what I do. And so I'm looking at <clears throat> I'm looking at what Gershabet is doing and what she wants to do with this. this. She's got this new passion that sort of lit this fire under her, her belt of wanting to deal with and helping people become more authentic in themselves mm-hmm. in so many different ways, whether it's their body, whether it's their emotions, whether it's something hard that they're dealing with. She wants to be a part of that. She mm-hmm. wants to help with that. And so my thing is, is, okay, well, how can I help create a support system on how to? Mm-hmm. Like, an ins- not an instructional guide, but stuff. like, yeah, like, let's start with this step. Mm-hmm. Do this, and once you recognize this, do this. Sure. And that way you're not just sort of listening to us going, well, what do I do with that information? Right. I feel it, but what do I do? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a little bit of a lesson plan. Here's your assignment for the right. week. Identify what it is. And then prioritize what it needs to be. Like, is there something that's really hurting you? It's hurting every relationship. What are your fears? Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. And, and if you're an extrovert, put it on paper for the love of God. Please put it on paper. <laughs> because it will, sitting inside your body is going to make it crazy. And you're going to make all your friends crazy mm-hmm. talking about it. <laughs> just write it down. And if you're an introvert, obviously this is just going to sit in your mind and, and chug away until it's ready. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's a really good place to start. This this particular journey of our the puberty season, if you will, of our podcast is very it's perfect. It's perfect. It's I, we finally have some direction on which we want to go, and and this one is we're letting Grishava take the lead on this one. Last last season was just about discovery and who we're trying to figure out how to be. Mm-hmm. And this one is going to be about how, how can we help you yeah. figure out what you need in this life to live a good life and be good to others. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, right? Okay. Absolutely. I'm looking at you like, help. Well, and one of the reasons that it was such a, like, every, we and we've talked about this last year, you guys, life is a bummer. And I genuinely believe that, like, the world is made more of a bummer by people who are genuinely unhappy with themselves. Like, people that are miserable and unhappy, like, hurt other people, they become greedy or they become defensive and they are angry and hurtful to the people around them. And so I genuinely believe that some emotional competency and like emotional empathy and like the ability to understand ourselves and therefore the people around us in a genuine way 
I genuinely think will change the world. Like, if everybody do. can do a little bit you of that. You have to start with you. If you want to change yeah. the world, you, and it's a global skill, you have to start individually. Mm-hmm. Every individual counts, and then the sum of its parts equals yeah. a whole. Yeah. So, because it's like, math. Yeah. Well, and if you're feeling, like, satiated and know what you need and know what's going on, you're then more able to, like, reach out a hand and help somebody mm-hmm. else and give them... And then time. you're going to learn the impact of adding another human being to this. And yeah. there's, like, there is. I mean, it's it's a learning process. Learning curveballs are thrown your way. Mm-hmm. But with learning who, you're authentic, who you authentically are, you're mm-hmm. able to not sort of react as yeah. irrationally. Yeah. Things are less surprising if you're in mm-hmm. touch. Because if you've, like, put a curtain down between you and a certain feeling or you and, like, a body part or the thing about your You don't disassociate as much. Things are still happening behind there and they are going to surprise you. But if you Uh. can open up those curtains and keep an eye on what's going on and look at it, things are less of a surprise and you may find you'll be able to deal with them better. And this and this, or, uh, this advice that she just gave you about the curtains, this can apply to almost everything in your life. Yeah. Are you wanting to move to a new location with your family? Yeah. Are you wanting to figure out what your job, like mm-hmm. you've gotten a new job offer? Are you wanting to look at a new career path? Are you in college and the major is yeah. working for you and you mm-hmm. need to change it? Do you have an ex-boyfriend who won't leave you alone mm-hmm. and you, you're trying to pursue new relationships and there's baggage? You can apply. Are you wanting to do the dishes versus doing the laundry? You can apply this literally. Open those curtains. Yeah, please. open those curtains and take a look at it and make a good, and, and that way you can make a decision. It doesn't have to be super informed. Yeah. It gives you the power to, because you now are looking at it. And understanding of yourself. Yeah, and now you can make a decision, and that's really what this is about is empowerment. Yeah. It's about authenticity. It's mm-hmm. about truth. Yeah. And it's also about living your, like, your best life. You're <laughs> being excited. Yeah. Being more excited about, like, so yes, I've gone through three breakups in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's... But that means you turned away three terrible relationships, girl. And, and all of them were from me. Yeah. And here's the reason. And none of them were... Be- none of us four. Yeah. Holy crap, there's four in three weeks, oh guys. Um, and it all started on January 1st. Yeah. Um, and the, here's the reason for this. It's not because I didn't like them. It's not because they didn't like me. It's because... Authentically speaking, not only were was I not a good fit for them, they were not a good fit for me. And it's not my job to hurt them or make them feel bad for that. It is it is my job to decide this is what I need yeah. and what legacy I want to leave behind. Do I want to be a girl who is very mean to you and makes you shitty for the rest of the world? How authentic am I? How much of a feminist am I really? Mm-hmm. Am I a feminist enough to not point the finger at you and mm-hmm. not, not make it all your fault? Yeah. Am I feminist enough to support that other some other woman mm-hmm. might might not want a broken man that you created? Like, yeah. think about this in a grand scheme. And I I had to do this so many times, but I'm proud of myself because before I would have just stayed in it for three or four months mm-hmm. until I was resentful and I was angry and mm-hmm. I wasn't me and I was hiding and I was like, meh, they're not answering. Right? Me. And both and of you are doing Yeah, and nobody's happy this yeah. way. We have a chance to make each other happy. I have a chance to, to do what's right yeah. and, and do it in such a way that I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah. Like, too much. Right. It's, it's not easy. Everything, being a human is painful, but we don't need to be, like, lashing out at people because we don't, we're not taking care of ourselves. It's about being, like, responsible and aware of yourself. Guys, authenticity. It's our thing now. All right, that's what we're well, doing. Well, Guru's thing. Mine is passion. I, yes. think, I think that might be her word for the year. Yeah, authenticity. authenticity. Oh, so scary. And mine is passion. You yeah. guys, 
you know, write us, tell us what your word is for the year. You guys are, if you had listened to previous podcasts, you know how I do that. Mm -hmm. Choose a word, focus on it all year, and that way, at January, or December 31st, Mm -hmm. you have a lot to celebrate. Ready to go. I'd like for us to go out on a weird animal sound, please. A weird animal sound? Okay, I gotta find one. You just keep talking about your authentic self. So, yeah, it's like baby (laughs) steps. It's all about being aware. Um, We love you. You're perfect as your authentic self. Keep doing what you're doing. 